Do, do, do. Do, 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 do. Are you singing the Skype theme song? I might have been. <laughs> Set your phasers to sexy. Welcome to another episode of True North Nerds. Yay! I was about to not be nice and start giggling when you said you were going to stop, Jen. Just to <laughs> throw Brent off. Every time he says three, two, one, I always really want to go blast off. <laughs> three, two, one, contact is the reason. Do you remember that show? Is no. the moment. Oh, I'm I, I, I sort of remember. I remember at least the song. What's the name of the yeah. show? Three, two, one, contact. Oh, no. It was like Sesame Street for 10-year-olds. It was about science. Oh, no. Yeah, if it didn't have wizards and, and dragons in it, I didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like now. <laughs> Anyways. In this we're episode. Off the rails already. <laughs> yeah. In this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about the Book of Boba Fett. And we're What's also that? From... I'll just go now. <laughs> Up the rails already. Admission run in the asylum. And uh, <laughs> we might also touch upon the things of 2021 that we liked. But mm. before we get into that, Kevin is here. I am. And Ryan is here. I'm here. And Jen is here. Yeah, I'm here. And I'm here. I'm Brent. Yay, so, Brent. Hi, Brent. So, Ryan. Yes. Is there uh, any news this week to discuss? Yes. There's always news. It's just whether we choose to discuss it or not. Uh, Did you guys... Well, I'm going to ask this question. I know the answer, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Did anybody watch the new Batman trailer? No. No. There's a a new Batman trailer? I saw it pop up. It Uh, came out like a week, almost two weeks ago. Yeah. It's within the two-week window. Oh, okay. Uh, we get to see a lot more Catwoman in this trailer. Catwoman's in this movie? Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Played by Zoe Kravitz. Oh, hey, that's good casting. Yeah. Uh, so we had that, and since no one saw it, we'll move along. Uh, what anyone... did you think of it, Ryan? Uh, it looks interesting. You know, it, it's continuing to add to this the look and feel of this different Batman. Uh, I'm still wondering what's going on with the the Riddler. You know, there's been speculation that the Riddler's not really the Riddler. Mm. Who's playing the Riddler? Or the maybe Riddler? I don't know. Off the top of my head, I don't know. Okay. I don't know names. Names bad. <clears throat> Brain no work that way. <laughs> uh, and then to go along with this, uh, they've launched a new viral marketing uh, website. Uh, when you go to this website, uh, you have to like go online and find the link to it. I don't know. It was one of those like weird links. Uh, but the Riddler, is a, it opens up like a DOS window. And it's got like the, the bright green text. It asks you a question. And you got to answer questions. 
So there's three riddles, and if you answer them properly, uh, you get to un- unlock uh, some Gotham City Police Department sketches of the Batman. And then there's some more like some kind of like working behind the scenes stuff and a few other things. Like if you do all that stuff and go through it all, then use your website to step back and then go back onto it. Then it asks you a different question about the Iceberg Lounge, which is Penguin's bar, right? So it's a it's a cool little uh, viral marketing. It's nice to see people doing that again. And you said viral marketing, and then you said you have to go to a hidden website. I thought that it was going to download a virus onto your computer. Yeah, it does that too. No. <laughs> That's the ultimate riddle. Yeah. Answer this riddle or you get a virus. <laughs> Send us all your money or we're locked in the, to unlock your computer. <laughs> oh. The ultimate, you know, you have real to show world. Us, you have to show us your ticket from going to see the Batman in theaters and then we'll unlock your computer. There you go. <laughs> the ultimate ransomware. Uh, some more Batman, but different Batman news. Uh, so remember there was that talk of that HBO Max Batman, the Cape Crusader animated, uh, that's coming out? Yes. Yep. Bruce Tim is involved and a couple other people. And now Ed Brubaker has joined the creative team. That should be good. It should yeah. be. He's it, it's a little bit Batman. on the, it's a little bit on the interesting side because, uh, Brubaker hasn't really been involved with a licensed property, at least not publicly, in quite a while. He's been just kind of working on his own stuff. So, hmm. Well, you drive a big enough truckload of money up to somebody's front door, and you know the rest. I wish somebody would drive a big dump truck of money to my front door. Yeah, wouldn't that be nice? Um, so, yeah, so, you know, Brubaker uh, is behind some of the stuff like... Uh, Gotham City, uh, no, Gotham Central, right? Yep. And he had a yeah, yeah, it was Batman. him and uh, Greg Rucka. Yeah. Duties on it. So, uh, yeah, so that's that's another good sign for that series. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that show. Yeah, should be good. Uh, here's an interesting little uh, <laughs> autocorrect mistake that my uh, my notepad made for me. Apparently, Morris is being delayed again. Morris? Uh, no, to be not Morris. Morbius. Apparently, uh, Notepad does not recognize Morbius as an actual name and thought I meant Morris. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is the seventh time this movie has been pushed. Hmm. Uh, which is, I believe, more than New Mutants. Which New Mutants was trending on Twitter this week after this <laughs> the news of this came out. Well, uh, it has now, well. yeah. Well, it's been pushed now from January twenty eighth to April first. There's a joke for you. Um, and uh, well, if you want to believe the rumors, part of it is so that they can do some extra filming and add Andrew Garfield into this movie to make it so that the Morbius movie and then the other kind of so- current Sony movies like Venom will be in the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man universe. Didn't they establish that Venom was its own universe? Well, no. No? They established it's a different universe than the MCU. Yes, they established that, but I thought that it was like the other two Spider-Man movies were their own universes and Venom was its own universe. We don't know that. There's nothing, because we've, we don't know, and it still could be, it's just that there's, 
the Spider-Man in the Venom universe could be Andrew Garfield. Let's be honest here. Do any of us think that Sony knows what universe Venom is in? No. (laughs) Not until they finally make the script for for Spider-Man, for Venom 3. Mm Mm-hmm. Which, if you believe everything that, they, that that's out there, will involve a fight. You know, will finally involve Spider Man. It's going to be called the Venomverse. Of, of <laughs> I wouldn't madness. put it past him. <laughs> the Venomverse of madness. Or welcome to the Venomverse. There you go. Wow, with a good big old guitar solo at the beginning of it. <laughs> welcome to the Venomverse. We got tons of goo. <laughs> Sing it, brother. <laughs> Uh, and then another rumor coming out of the Sony side of things uh, says that the Sony wants Emma Stone for a Spider Gwen project. Oh, Ooh. that I now, would I would think would be good. I love her. <laughs> yeah, they would have to, and of course that would be another another universe because well she's dead from the one we saw her in, which makes sense. I don't think and I've seen that movie. Brent says I have, but I don't think I have the second one or the first one. I don't think I've seen any of the Andrew Garfield ones. Oh, no? Oh. Hmm. No, you saw the first one, but you fell asleep halfway through it. Ah. So you didn't really see it. Maybe that's why I have no You didn't see the second one, because I didn't even finish it. Well, I know I didn't see the second one, but I thought I saw the... I didn't know if I saw the first one. Anyway. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I'm on board with that. She's a great actress. Yeah, I love Uh, her. That would make sense. Uh, the only thing I could see as a downside is maybe like a not it, ha- it not happening uh, cost to sign her on for it. Yeah, uh, and, and whether she even wants to do it, wh- whether she would wants to do it and sign on you know, wants to sign on to a franchise that's going to be like you know that's if if she signs on to it, they're looking at least a multi picture deal. And with that in mind, her age. Like I hate to say it, you know, what is she she's almost thirty if she's not thirty, you know. Do they want a spider gwen that's already that age, or do they want someone like a teenage spider gwen? Yeah, well, like younger, like one of these early twenties that looks like they're a teenager. To I guess start it depends the on the on the story and the role that, that spider gwen would play. If she's gonna be like the spider verse spider gwen where she's kind of like a, a teacher to Spider Man then she could be a little bit older because then she's had some experience. But if they want like a brand new spider Gwen, who's like just learning her powers, then they'd have to probably cast younger. Mm. Yep. So lots of interesting (laughs) stuff coming out of Sony. Yep. Uh, Oh, production on Picard had to be shut down this week as over 50 people tested positive for the vid. Jeez. Ugh. Uh, but sources state that filming should be able to resume by early next week. Especially, you know, with the new rules in place, as long as you, you know, you're healthy, like the people, their health returns, you only need to be away, you know, set, you only need to quarantine yourself for five days. So, Right. But Patrick Stewart is a national treasure. And yep. he's getting mm-hmm. up there. We need to yep. protect him. Yeah. Yep. So that's why they said, I guess they've got the... They've got the production broken down into groups like A, B, C, and from what I read, there was many of the the A group, which is the the main cast, you know, the main production people around, you know, everyday people. There were significant numbers of positive cases in that group, so that's why things got shut down. They just got to figure out a way to write into the Picard script why uh, Picard is in a bubble for the whole. <laughs> <season>. <laughs> 
No, you can just you know digital digital it out after. Yeah. <laughs> He's in a force field. Yeah. <laughs> it's a part of his new android body. Aha. Makes <laughs> as much sense as anything else. Yep. <laughs> uh, Warner Media and Viacom CBS apparently have plans to sell off the CW. Oh. Well, do uh, they need a television network when they've got HBO Max and Paramount Plus now? Mm, probably not. I'm going to say because they also have other te- TV channels, but had they not had other channels, like, you know, yeah, CBS still has CBS. Like, you still need something, I think, these other TV you know, something for people that aren't buying, you know, CBS Plus or whatever it's called and HBO Max. And you need to have TV stuff still. But I think so the people, people who watch the CW are people who have moved on to streaming. Yeah, oh, yeah. It tends for to sure. be a younger audience. Yeah. Uh, oh, so J- James Gunn, uh, in some interviews recently, has been expressing an interest to uh, reboot an 80s classic. Anyone want to take a guess at which one? Thundercats. Knight Rider. Brent, you got a guess? The Snorks. It's not a cartoon, Jen. Uh, you live action Snorks. <laughs> Predator. Uh, Brent, since he is no longer with us, or oh, there he is, he's not, he's unmuted again. Here you go. Did you do you have an answer, Brent? Yeah, I already know what the answer is. Oh, That's Kevin already it. said the answer. I just wanted to see yes. if you would have come up with something else. Yes, Kevin yes. already said the answer. Is it Knight uh, Rider? Knight yes, Rider. it is. Apparently, he is friends with David Hasselhoff. And actually, want and would like to, has been talking with him and wants to work with him to reboot the franchise. How is many times gonna... have they tried to reboot Knight Rider? At least twice. Are we talking yeah. with twice? David Hasselhoff or with other people involved? Both. At least twice. Part of me wants to say three times because there was also so we had there was like Team Knight Rider. Uh huh. It was Knight, Knight Rider, Rider 2000 like or something like that that I'm Which, not or went past past the pilot. No, uh, no, that one had a few Toy episodes. Galaxy did a, Toy Galaxy did a really good review of of Knight Rider and its various incarnations. Oh, really? Um, oh, okay. Yeah, they what what's the name of his series where he goes through that stuff? Brent the history of uh, or the unknown. I, I can't remember. It's, it's, Toy Galaxy. it's just on his channel. Yeah. yeah. Go go to YouTube, look up Toy Galaxy. Honestly, he does a ton of really cool stuff. Honestly, that might be my geek pick for this week because I can't think of anything else. So <laughs> <laughs> spoiler. <laughs> uh okay. Oh, here's another one. Uh, Netflix is developing a, a Scott Pilgrim animated series. I just oh, cool. saw that this morning. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I think Scott Pilgrim would work well in animation. Mm -hmm. It'd be interesting if they just tell the same story or if they like, is it a pickup afterwards, a continuation? Like what is the Scott Scott Pilgrim cartoon story going to be? That's, is it something, is it just going to be an extended cut of the movie made out over a season or two or what? Or is it completely different? I do not know. Yeah. But hopefully we get to see Pizza Pizza, Tim Hortons. Well, um, Honest Ed's. Honest Ed's. They have to put all sorts of, like, merchandising in, in 
sponsorship. Well, it'd be like the video game where they would use it close to, like but it, not, but yeah. yeah, but not quite logos. Unless they can get those people to sign on as sponsors. Yeah. Yeah, take care of some of the production costs. Yeah. And my last little bit of news for today is uh, Pixar's Turning Red, which is the uh, new Pixar film that actually takes place in Toronto. We'll be skipping a theatrical release and coming straight to Disney Plus on March 11th. I, the, that movie looks so cute. It does look good. <laughs> I've only seen the like 20 second little like pre-trailer, but oh. it's adorable looking. The full trailer is quite fun too. And it's the director, the same director who did the the short about the the bao bun, the yes. little the little Chinese dumpling oh, that that one was oh, okay. so cute too. That makes yeah. sense. It kind of looking had that same feel to me when I saw the like, the little yeah. bits I've seen of it. So that makes yeah. sense now. I am looking forward to that. Yeah, it should be good. And that's it for me. Anybody else got anything? I do not. Not really. Um, it's uh, the, with the holidays and stuff. The uh, news is not exactly the uh, fastest thing showing up as of late. So let's move into uh, topic number one. Book of Boba Fett. As the recording of this episode, we have seen two episodes of the show. Spoiler uh, warning. Yeah, there, there will be uh, large spoilers. Um, yeah, there we go. Uh, Kevin, why don't you start us off? Okay. Um, it's fine. I, I'm, 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 I'm not going to say I'm not enjoying it, but I'm not enjoying it as much as I love the Mandalorian. Um, the, the, the sort of structure of the episodes with the present day story and the flashbacks, I'm finding that I want more of what is happening now and less of the flashback stuff. Uh, so I, I'm a little mixed on it right now. I hope it wows me eventually. Right now I'm just sort of in a wait and see phase. And it's only seven episodes, so I will I will watch every one. But uh, it's not my favorite uh, Star Wars project that Disney Plus has released so far. Is that fair? Fair enough. Well, it's your opinion. <laughs> is it fair to your opinion of the show? It is. It is. That is my opinion of the show. Yep. Uh, Jen, what do you think of the show so far? Uh, I'm enjoying it more than I thought I would. I'm, I've am i never been a huge Boba Fett fan, and I don't honestly see the appeal of the character, why so many people go nuts over him. Um but that being said, I'm 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 the opposite of Kevin. I'm actually enjoying the flashbacks more than the present day stuff because I don't know why he wants to be the new job of the hut. Like he doesn't seem to be very good at it. He's not like he's he's not really doing anything. It's just like he's wandering around being like, "Hey, everybody respect me for no reason." And then I'm like, Neh. "But the flashbacks I'm finding really interesting." Especially from this past episode, not because of Boba Fett, but because I really like the um, the fact that they're highlighting the Tusken Raider culture and how they live. Because in previous Star Wars, is they're just the nameless, faceless bad guys in the desert. And then the Mandalorian had a little bit more with their language and you get a little bit more of their culture. And now I'm really enjoying seeing what like everyday life in a Tusken Raider camp is. 
and how they are um, dealing with the off-worlders who have invaded their land and their territory and um, how Boba Fett's managed to gain their trust and, you know, help them and learn from them. Um, so I'm really enjoying that part of it. And I hope that there's a little bit more of that. I think I would be more interested in a Tusken Raider show than a <laughs> Boba Fett show. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, I mean, like, like Kevin said, it's okay. The Mandalorian, I think is a whole lot better. Um, and I didn't honestly see the whole, even, like I said, I didn't really see the point of even making this show other than they were like, uh Oh, we need something star Wars to go between seasons of the Mandalorian. Ah, people like Boba Fett. Let's do a show about that. So, eh, like I said, it's we'll see where it's going. I, I really did like that episode, uh, like I said, for the Tusken Raid- Raiders. That's my review. <laughs> Ryan. Um, no, I'm enjoying it. Uh, yeah, uh, kind of like, well, a little bit of like what everybody else said, a little bit. Um, never was a huge Boba Fett guy like he's was, was like oh my god like, yeah he looks cool but yeah. was i ever screaming for a boba fett show or a boba fett movie no <laughs> uh when he showed up on the mandalorian i was like oh shit okay that's cool he's alive yeah. and now we're getting his own show to continue that story cool hey i love star wars give me more star wars i'll take it um the flashbacks i'm really enjoying uh because it's kind of helping us to see you know when we see Boba Fett in Jedi, it's like, you know, he's just, you know, you're straight up. He's your bounty hunter, does stuff for money, doesn't like Han Solo, will work with the Empire kind of guy. And then now when we saw him in The Mandalorian, he seemed to be different. He was willing to help Mando and the child and 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 fought the Empire. So it's... Now that we're getting, you know, it's interesting to to see this time that he spent with with the uh, the Sand People. Uh, I wonder, did he spend all five years between, you know, from when he crawled out of the Sarlacc to when we saw him in Mando and now uh, with the Sand People? Or was it just part-time and then he was off doing his thing? Because eventually he had to go, I'm, I'm guessing, and, like, I wonder if we'll find out how he got Slave 1 back. Was it just sitting in a hangar, collect you know, with collecting uh, bills, or did somebody <laughs> try to claim it? Since they thought, well, he's Sarlacc food now. It's just covered in unpaid parking tickets. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's become the under of the crime lord because he can't afford to pay the bills on the on the. <laughs> so uh, that's where he needs to get his helmet full of coins. Um, seeing I mean, more huts just, was cool. Yeah, that was cool. And seeing more bounty hunters was really cool. Yeah. Specifically seeing another Wookiee. Well, yeah. and, and that particular Wookiee was also very interesting to see show up. Yes. Oh, shit. What's yeah, his he's name? He's from a book, right? He's from uh, Dr. Afra primarily, but he's shown up in the Star Wars comics in the last little while. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see if I can get the exact... Apparently, uh, in the speculator market, his uh, the comic book with his first appearance was being uh, sought after this week, after yeah. this episode. Of course. Uh, Black 
Crescent Tan. There's an extra R in there that makes it it's stupid Star Wars words. Yeah. <laughs> K-R-R-S-A-N-T-A-N. Sounds good. make it like a Wookiee. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so oh, now that we've seen him, and he's still alive after all this time. It makes you start to wonder, well, who else is still out there that we might see? Oh, I um, want Dr. Affer to show up. That might save the show for me. Uh, a lot of people are speculating we may see Cade Bain. There's another bounty hunter that would be interesting. Uh, I think it would be cool if we got to see uh, Hondo. Yeah. But I think we're more likely to see him uh, in the Ahsoka series. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hope Hondo shows up eventually. Well, I, only know, I only know Hondo from the Han Solo, um, from the Millennium Falcon ride at Disney. Yeah. That's really where I know Hondo from. Oh, got to watch Rebels. He's great in Rebels. <clears throat> But, I, got, uh, I got one more comment about this show. Yeah, you go for it. Why is uh, Fennec, that's that's the girl, right? Fennec yeah. Shand? Yep. Why isn't she taking over? She seems like she'd be a much better crime boss than Bo- Boba Fett. <laughs> Honestly, I well, think their roles should be reversed. She should be the crime boss and he should be the, the number one. Well, it's probably more of a because she probably owes him a life debt now. Right? Yeah. She was left for dead in the desert, and he found her. Yeah, but still. She would still be better at it than he is. Yeah, <laughs> but that could just be her thought for now, right? It's like, you know, I'm working with him, let like this, and then, you know, who knows, you know, some of you know, these are all shady characters. Yeah, I hope she takes over. <laughs> uh, she was, I guess, uh, one of the first people announced for this uh, coming summer's fan expo in oh. Toronto. Oh, cool. she she's, uh, doing, she's doing all the fan expos so far. Oh, like she signed her. up for like a whole whack of them. It's so it's part of a package deal. Thanks. COVID um, I know one of them, uh, Tamir Morrison, is also signed on for. So you can get the the double whammy autograph. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I, I really like the show so far. Uh as being a little bit of a uh, 90s film nerd kid, I guess, for lack of a better word, you can definitely tell Robert Rodriguez is involved in the show. <laughs> like, just how certain things are done. And, like, every time they enter the the, the Twi'lek, um, I don't cantina? know. Cantina? Cantina. Gambling den or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, the music that the plays is like, oh, that's he's playing part of that music himself. <laughs> I reckon because he scores his own films and stuff for the most part, too. So um, but it, it, it definitely has a little bit of his pacing. And I'm curious to see where it goes. Like, I, I have a feeling the next two episodes are really going to kind of ramp things up a bit more. And uh, I fully expect a. Uh, the, the the big dark Wookiee to start whooping on some people like on screen. You don't introduce a character that looks that cool to do nothing with. Yeah, exactly. Well, I guess unless it's Boba Fett, who only is on there for like <laughs> six minutes yeah. of the original films. But yeah, um, so the, it's uh, it's been interesting so far. I'm curious to see where it goes. And it's um, there's a great little documentary on Disney Plus about Boba Fett. That, like, you learn that uh, 
pretty much everybody who has been Boba Fett gets a couple of cracks at it. And this is this is Tamir Morrison's like go. Like the um Daniel Logan, who was child Boba Fett in the prequels, also got the voice of him in uh, Clone Wars. So it's like it's not very they haven't really ever abandoned one of the actors in it completely. They they all get kind of like a couple shots and then it it sort of gets passed on to somebody else's turn. So, um, okay. So that, that I think we're, it's um, sort of a mixed bag from us at any rate, but uh, we'll see where it's going. I think for me too, yeah. part of it is that, you know, we were left with a pretty big cliffhanger at the end of last season's Mandalorian. And the fact that this isn't resolving any of that is part of my frustration too. Like I want, I want to see where, where uh grogu has gone and i want to see mando again and this just feels like something that they've put up to sort of appease us until we get that you know well i i'm also curious and if this is going to tie into what's going on in the mandalorian universe for lack of a better term for it because like well uh, they've been apparently on set referring to this as like Mandalorian season 2.5. Yeah. So there might be a tie in later. If there's one thing that these star Wars shows really like, it's like a big reveal Mm. where you're like, Oh shit. And it makes it all worth it. Just the Mandalorian did it at the end of the first episode. Yeah. Yeah. The big reveal in this one is there'll be the rumor, uh, the the one rumor that's circulating, and we'll uh, we'll see a a de aged Harrison Ford at some point. Yeah, we'll we'll see. I'm curious to see how it goes, especially given its short runtime. Like the like there there isn't the huge amount of episodes that the other shows seem to have gotten. So, but uh, yeah. Now on to topic two. Uh, I I didn't want to break it down into like specific categories this year because this year has been kind of a blender for for my brain and I'm sure everybody a lot of other people's out there. Um, so just sort of want to go around the table and find out what things from 2021 were kind of your favorites in terms of TV, movies, comics, books, uh. Ryan and I will leave action figures to another show that is on this network. (laughs) But uh, does anybody want to start? Uh, I'll start. Um, There was a lot of good Star Trek this year. We got season two of Lower Decks, which was quite fun. I think Discovery has been firing on all cylinders since uh, since they made the jump to the 31st century. Um, and you guys all know how I feel about Star Trek. Um, Star Trek Prodigy, also quite good. I don't know if anybody watched the episode that aired just this week, but uh, there was some major fan service in it that I loved. And I just love that um, the Star Trek universe is very is feeling very full and varied and also that unlike the marvel universe where everything is connected 
the Star Trek universe is just that. It's a universe with various stories happening in various places, and you don't have to be following all of them if you don't want to. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, I happen to want to, uh, so I am enjoying all of them, but uh, you don't really have to. If, if there's something you don't like, that's fine. Don't watch it. Watch the next Star Trek thing that comes along. So I got to say that the Star Trek universe uh, has been has been a, has been a slice of great joy for me this year. Yeah, it's been pretty Ryan. good. Ryan. Oh, I don't know. There's lots of stuff came out this year. What what would you think would what would you say is the movie that really hit home for you the most? Oh, the movie? Oh crap. Yeah. We just talked about that last last episode. Um it's a toss-up between the No Way No Way Home and Afterlife. Depends on what day of the week and what mood mm-hmm. I'm in. Because uh, I have since rewatched Ghostbusters Afterlife and still loved it. Uh, I have not. I've not had a chance to rewatch uh, Spider Man because, well, it's not available on home video or home uh, on demand yet, and theaters are closed. So, it is what it is. Uh, those two, though, they're my movies of the year for sure. Uh, we got Invincible as a cartoon series this oh my year, God. which was, was that great. That? Was that in 2021? It yeah. feels like it was like years ago. That was last spring or last. Uh, Last winter, spring. I have a problem with time. Yep. <laughs> uh, what else? Just trying to think of the, all the cool things. Like, you know, there's been so many interesting streaming things. You know, we got season two of The Witcher, which was pretty good. Which was, you know, The Witcher's okay. Uh, we got. Uh, oh, what, what, what did we? What didn't we get this year? I'm trying. To, <laughs> uh, like Kevin Picard came out this year, did it not? Uh, no, that was the year before. Was it? Is that, has it been that long? Jeez. I see. I at least thought it was January. Um, so far, this uh, well, the end of last year, the end of this year, we've had a new season of The Expanse. Yes. Uh, we had. You know, I love The Expanse. Um, just trying to think. I don't know. What else, Brent? Let's just turn this into a. Let's just turn this into a free-flowing conversation, people. Let's just spit <laughs> out some ideas here, because all of us have horrible memories and we don't remember the year that was. <laughs> I mean, I really memory liked... was good up until the pandemic. I swear. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I really liked Shang Chi. I think Shang Chi and Spider Man were probably my best movies. But what else came out? Oh, uh, Eternals. I loved uh, Dune. I thought Dune was a great film. Yeah, Dune was good. What uh, did any like non besides Dune? Any non Marvel movies come out? Uh, There were movies. I just thought of something else though. Uh, Season three of Ducktales. Oh yes, that yet? Finished that this morning. Oh my god, it's so good. It ends so well. Yeah. Yeah, you guys need to watch it so we can do a whole just. DuckTales review. Yeah. Well, I think that's going to be our our new show once uh, during the week for the next little while. Because I, I had sort of forgotten that it had popped up on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Yeah, but we also have to finish watching Doctor Who because we've only w- re-watched the three episodes we've already seen. <laughs> there's, so, there's so much these days, isn't there? I know. Yeah, there's yeah not a lot we don't even content. have cable. Yeah. So for I, TV shows, I know it's not a show that came out in uh, 2021, but I watched the first two seasons of the Orville and really enjoyed it. Um, 
what other shows did I watch? I think was it was the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel season three this year or last year? I don't remember. Like twenty twenty one or twenty twenty. It depends um, on what season, maybe too. Yeah. So I enjoyed that. Season four is coming out soon, which is exciting. I don't know what other TV did I watch. Um, I'll I'll go a little bit. Um, we've it's sort of a little bit out of side the realm of what we cover on the main show here, but. Uh, I am being a wrestling fan. AEW has been oh, like, yeah, kind of my anchor point for civilization <laughs> this year. Well, it's it's weird. Is I I don't know when exactly it happened this year, but uh, like I just became that big wrestling nerd kid again, and just like I'm following what's happening on the sidelines and. Like I'm following all the storylines and it, like, I'm just so I'm, I'm happy every week when I go over to Ryan's and watch the episodes, it's. And then there's the 17 vlogs that they all do. Yeah, exactly. We're following <laughs> yeah. all the different vlogs and the, the Instagrams. And I mean, I think it's good that you find that kind of like something to make you smile and happy during all this crap that's going on. <laughs> so, I mean. I, I like the vlogs, too. Like, I watch them, and I think that if I ever met any of these wrestlers, I'll be like, I've never, ever seen you wrestle. But I like your vlog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, um, movie-wise, oh. We haven't even talked about any of the, you know, the, the, all the Disney Plus Marvel Plus stuff. shows, yeah. Um, yeah, we got Loki. Oh, yeah, those were all good, too. And, yeah, oh, yeah. Loki seems so long ago. Yeah. And it really Wandaverse wasn't. seems so long ago. Was that WandaVision was this WandaVision was this time last year? Yeah. yeah. Now, did any of you watch the Squid Game? That was big this year. I never no. watched, I never watched, I watched it. it. No. Everything I I read about it like I before I sit down to watch it, I want to get like certain preconceptions out of my head because everything I read about it, like, oh, I, I've seen this. It was called Battle Royale and it was awesome then. Why do I want to rewatch this? <laughs> but I know it's not, like, from hearing about it and other people talking about it, I know that's not necessarily the case, but it, it's it, that's what it sort of reminds me of when like I hear general discussion about it. Yeah. Yeah, see, I, I don't even know what it's about because I have zero interest in it. But, yeah, looking, that was a big thing. I am looking at my uh, my TV time lists here to see what I watched this year. Um, things that I really enjoyed that are I'm seeing on my you have completed watching list include um, Behind the Attraction, that show about uh, Disney, oh, Disney yeah, yeah. park rides. That was great. Um, my page. I just googled movies released in 2021. <laughs> uh, I've just also, been looking at uh, the Rolling Stones top 20 TV shows, and there's a couple here I wanted to mention. Ted Lasso. I still am in love with Ted Lasso. Uh, I love that show. Um, the Goes Wrong Show. Um, if you like live theater and you like to see live theater done badly, 
but done badly well. Uh, the Goes Wrong Show is hilarious. And you can find that on YouTube. They put the whole series on YouTube um, legally. Um, I, I love that show. Um, we didn't talk about Masters of the Universe Res- Revelation. I thought that oh, was Oh, yeah, that was real. awesome, too. Oh, Black Widow? That came out? That was uh, good. Only Murders in the Building? <laughs> I was going to say, that's, that was one of your favorites. Fantastic. Gotta watch that show. still. Uh, I highly recommend that. The Wheel of Time. I quite enjoyed that. Uh, it's. Uh, uh, I've talked to people who love the books, and they're like, "It's not like the books at all." And uh, oh well, that's what I say because I like the TV series. I don't need to know uh, how different it is from the books. Mm. Um, yeah, I watched. I watched the first episode of that. It was pretty good. I, I haven't. Be- so my lunch is 60 minutes and one episode of that show is like 56 minutes. So I don't yeah. have time to make my lunch and eat it and, and, and watch the show right. at the same. So I'm like, mm, I got to wait till I'm not having, so I'm looking for lunchtime shows. <laughs> got it. Uh, the current, but I do want to watch it still. The current season of young justice has been quite interesting. It's yes. like so far there've been what three or four different sort of mini arcs. And I think mm-hmm. they're all going to lead together into something. I'm just not have sure you, quite yet. Have you seen the season finale or the mid season finale with Dr. Fate? Yeah. Yes. And the way that one ended. Yes. Yeah. So that's totally tying back to the first story arc, right? So yeah. Yeah. Uh, sh- yeah, that's about it for me for like, uh, television that I'm up to date on that I have really loved. Um, I do I did quite enjoy Modoc. I haven't finished watching that one yet though. Mm. Yeah, we kind of uh, fell off of that one, but it was good. The what we watched. No, we we watched the entire series. We did. Well, like that's that's out. Yeah, that was the that whole series. <laughs> we even talked about Star Wars Visions. I thought that was a fun project. Yeah, uh, anime but, anime mm. Star Wars. Yeah, and we might be getting more of that by the sounds of things. So. It does sound. I think like we're actually thing. getting some action figures based on a couple of them too. Yeah, but that it's not based on the one awesome. I like. <laughs> no, it's the uh, the twins. Yeah, oh, that one was okay, oh, but it wasn't one of my right. favorites. Yeah, I might pass on those. <laughs> so yeah, that is. <laughs> those are like. the shows. Those are the shows that uh, I've been enjoying. Uh, Monsters at Work was a fun little. Um, Disney Plus show starring oh, the yeah. monsters and characters. I watched a couple episodes of that. Uh, we never mentioned Bad Batch. That yeah. was okay. Oh, I watched um, The Owl House, which was awesome on mm-hmm. Disney Plus. And I think, did I watch Gravity Falls this year or, or 2021 or last year? But anyway, not Gravity sure. Falls is awesome too. Oh, I think um, uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine ended fairly well. Yes, you're right. No, that ended this year. That, that was a good wrap-up. Did we up. watch that, Brent? No, we haven't watched that season yet. There's only eight episodes okay. in the final season, and it, it pretty much closes the show. Yeah. Yeah, we got to uh, watch that, too. Oh, there this was... Been her- Go ahead. The um, the Netflix... Netflix does those... Oh, maybe that was last year. I was going to say High Score, the, the history of video games, um, but that was last year. Yep, lots of stuff. Yeah, what were you um, going to say, Brent? This year's been a really good year for comics. Yeah. Like I know, and maybe um, it's the, like, I haven't been able to go out and do as much as I have been the last couple of years in terms of, like, just other stuff. But in, 
I have, I think I've read more new comics this year and given more series a shot than I have in quite some time. Um, uh, Once in Future is one of those books that just like month after month when it comes out is just so solid. And I know it's kind of like going to gear towards an ending at some point. But I don't know what that ending is, which I, I really, really like. I think when it ends, I'm just going to sit down and read them all because I'm I read the first couple and I'm I'm way behind now. But I enjoyed what I read. Yeah. Um. Beyond that, like, and it's like it's interesting. Like, we're getting really solid material from like pretty much every company right now. Like, it, I can point to good books at Marvel, at DC. At at image at uh, boom and and everywhere in between, it's like it's really cool to be a comic fan right now, and also seeing like other lapsed fans coming back to it is also kind of cool. Like I know there's uh, one guy that I'm friends with on Facebook has fallen back in due to the uh, Dollarama epidemic of them getting Marvel and DC like older Marvel and DC trades and selling them for a buck to four bucks. Hmm. I mean, sometimes like you, what was that you said about image? Is that the first one's cheap and then that's the gateway drug? Yeah. That's all you need. (laughs) Like, and like, like Ryan's an example of that. He's been picking up, you've got like two image books right now. Yeah, that you're well, picking up regularly, right? Yeah, two. I was just thinking to myself, like how many new books I, I, you know, added to my pull this year. Like, there's been at least maybe a handful, because uh, you know, Strange Academy. I've been reading that all year, and then Noctera and uh, Geiger are the two. Those two new image books you mentioned. Uh, yeah, it's, there's so many different new. Like Spider Man has been solid. Uh, we were both of us were on the next men kick. Yeah, it, uh, that's a, that's a uh, a run that kind of died off a little bit with a whimper. Yeah, I, I think part of that's due to COVID. The other part of it was due to them doing too many crossovers in too, sort of too short of a, a time. At least yeah. for me, like have it like I only really wanted to buy the like the main X Men book and. True to X Men history, that did that wasn't possible at times. Yeah. See, for me, it's been like an ending of comics because my uh, my My Little Pony run ended. There's just one um, series that's going on now that is just a short short little series. Um, you know, Squirrel Girl ended a while ago, and I'm still sad about that. So I don't really have a, a comic se- series to go by anymore. And I've been trying to like pick up a couple issues here and there just to see if it's something that I'm interested in. And it's been kind of meh so far because I don't really know what I want. <laughs> something will come along. Yep. I know. That's why I keep trying. Yeah, I'm, I'm not up on new comics at all right now, really. So I've been reading a lot of uh, gold and silver age stuff uh, uh, lately. So um I don't know what to tell you when it comes to comics. I I would recommend uh, James Tinian's run on Batman was really good. Yeah. Like, it's the first time I bought a Batman book regularly. Like, that's also in continuity in years. 
and it, like it it was really solid run. I jumped in at, with Fear State, and it was really cool to see some of the stuff that he was doing and some of the characters that he introduced. The only bad part about it is is when he left the book the next like the next writer kind of shuffled all of those pieces off the board again so i'm like uh, I, I don't exactly want to read this now mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like everything that i liked about this book is no longer here again but um especially um they introduced this character ghostmaker which is he's kind of uh Batman, but he's a sociopath. He's not a vigilante to like avenge his parents' death too too much. It, it's a it's part of it a little bit. He's more of a social. He's more of a vi- vigilante just so he can be the best vigilante that there is. <laughs> and uh, the there was like this awesome part. Batman has talked him into using non lethal means. And it looks like he has picked up uh, the sidekick, like his own sidekick now, which was Clown Hunter, this kid who was killing like Joker uh, henchmen and stuff. And basically, he, he like they come down to it, like Batman's making him sort of this offer that he should learn from somebody. And Ghostmaker's like, here, let me put it simply. I'm going to teach you how to use a sword. Isn't that cool? <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, like the and the nice thing is, is like there's like I said for like I just sort of mentioned for Jen. Eventually, you'll kind of like find something because there's so much out there for everybody. Like there, there's if you're looking for a flavor of comic, you, you just kind of got to go to a half decent shop and ask for it, and they'll give you like three or four suggestions. Like the mm-hmm. so. Yeah. All in all, um, the the last year's been a bit sucky for multiple reasons. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but, I had I had one bright spot, and that was not well. There was more than one bright spot, but the biggest bright spot was my trip to California, where I got to see Avengers Campus and uh, and Galaxy's Edge out there in the West Coast. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, our travel plans uh, got pretty. Yeah. I want to travel so badly. (laughs) Yeah, me too. I want to travel again like we used to travel before. Yeah. Just anywhere. I need to go. I need to spend a week on a beach. Hmm. You will do not. I was going to say, and anybody who knows me knows that that's not likely, but I, okay, I need to spend at least three days on a beach. How about that? Uh (laughs) You want to try and revise that again? Here, here's (laughs) what we'll do. We'll get a little box. We'll put some sand in it. We'll put it on on the end of your couch. You can put your feet in it so you can pretend you're on the beach. And then you can keep watching Netflix and reading your books or bring it into your bedroom and play Sims because that's what you really want to do. No, I want to actually like go to a beach. I mean, I read and knit on the beach. That's what you're supposed to do, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. There's nothing else to do on a beach. Yeah. So I can't tell if you're making fun of me or not. <laughs> oh, Jen. <laughs> yeah. So a little bit of a relaxed fit episode, I guess. 
Oh, yeah. Which uh, brings us to the end of this episode and Geek Picks, although a good chunk of this episode has basically been Geek Picks. I have saved something for Geek Picks. Ooh, okay, so you get to go first then. um, I have spent the time since Christmas, uh, sort of between Christmas and New Year's, the time I had off, just sitting on my couch and watching TV and movies. And I have been catching up on some movies that I missed this year, including The Suicide Squad and Ghostbusters Afterlife. Uh, but the movie that I want to make my geek pick this week is Encanto, the new Disney oh, animated I see film. that still. Uh, it is on Disney Plus now. It is uh, on the free tier of Disney Plus, And um, it's lovely. It's got really fun music by Lin-Manuel Miranda. It's got a fun story. One of the characters in the story really is the house that the family the family lives in uh, and um, I can see them making a theme park ride out of the house. It's that cool. Um, uh, it's glorious. And I didn't know Stephanie Beatriz from Brooklyn nine, nine could sing. She is the lead character and she's got a beautiful singing voice. So uh, yeah. Which, I, one is, is, which one is she? She is she's um, Rosa. Isn't Rosa. Yeah, yeah. Rosa. Oh, okay. Doesn't she yeah. sing on an episode of nine, nine? Oh, she might. I don't know. It's been uh, it's been a while since I've seen that episode. If if uh, if that's yeah. true, but um, she plays Mirabelle, and uh, she's the the premise is that every member of this family is given a magical gift, uh, and uh, special they get a special room in their house that where they can practice their magical gift. One 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 young guy can shape shift and turn into any person from the village. Uh, the uh, Mirabelle's sisters, one is super strong. One can make plants grow. Her, her mother can heal people with her food that she makes. Uh, and her aunt, um, her aunt affects the weather based on her emotions. So, uh, uh, but Mirabelle doesn't get a gift when it's her turn to, uh, for the gift giving ceremony for her. She doesn't get a gift, so she feels outside her family. And it's all about bringing the family back together. There's a great song called We Don't Talk About Bruno. That's um, probably the big, <laughs> going to be the biggest hit song from the, from the movie. Bruno is the um, her uncle that um, sort of exiled from the family because his power was prophecy. And so everybody blamed him for everything that went wrong when all he really did was tell them that things were going to go wrong. Aww. I really want to watch that movie. You can, go, you can watch it tonight. <laughs> I know. I, I, I haven't had been in a very good state of mind for the past little while, so it's been hard to do things that are enjoyable. <laughs> but I'm better, I think. I hope. Good. I blame COVID. Stupid COVID. Next. Who wants to go? I'll go next. So I watched a new movie, too. And it's on uh, Netflix. And it's a movie that, well, depending on on who you are and your political leanings, could hit a little too close to home. Uh, If you get a chance, I recommend watching Don't Look Up. I heard of this movie. Uh, It had a a small theatrical run and is now on Netflix. Uh, It stars Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, They are astronomers? Excuse me. Uh, she, uh, uh, Jennifer Lawrence, is doing. Uh, she's a student, uh, doing her doctorate, and uh, 
and Leonardo DiCaprio, Cap, uh, he's like the teacher, the the supervisor, whatever the guy, the the guy who you know takes care of. It's his. He's the the boss or whatever. He's the head guy at the observatory that, where she works, as doing her doctorate. And she notices um, while observing galaxies and stuff, she comes across a new comet. And they so they start doing the math, and they realize that we have six months and 16 days to live but this after this comet uh i forget how large it is uh is going it, it is a world killer and it is going to hit the earth uh, oh with a pretty much a hundred percent like there's no ifs ands or buts it's coming and so they try contacting the appropriate people to do stuff and well yeah, you gotta watch this movie. Do do they train a bunch of miners to be astronauts and send them to space? Because it's a lot Not... easier to train miners to be astronauts than astronauts to be miners. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, they don't. Those, those, those they weren't miners. They were drillers. They were. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and they didn't have to do astronaut shit. He even says that. Yes, was you be into that astronaut shit? He says no. They just got to drill. So that's why. <laughs> they, um. You're anyway. the second person that I've asked to mention this movie to, and they've asked about <laughs> um, Bruce Willis references like that, and I have to say, no, <laughs> but dot dot dot. Watch the movie. I do want to see the movie. It do, it does sound interesting. Yeah, but um, again, there are not in a frame of mind movie. to watch sad things. Well, and that's it's not so much. It's not. It's, it won't be sad. You you may be frustrated, but just because. We know. But just because of, you know, like I said, how close to home some of this stuff is. Um, as far as, you know, people not believing that there's an asteroid coming, a comet coming. Uh, and then when you do watch it, there are bonus, there are after credit scenes that are worth watching. So make sure you, you watch those. Uh, yeah. Uh, and uh, now, uh, no, go ahead, Jen. So I was going to say that that comment reminded me of those memes I see now of, you know, I don't find I will I'll never consider a zombie movie to be realistic, realistic unless I see hordes of people running towards the zombies because they don't believe that zombies exist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's how you become immune to zombies is by being, you know, is by getting bitten by one. Yep. Um. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh, and as a side note, um, I forget who said this to me because I didn't even think of it. Um, but uh, Leonardo DiCaprio has uh, what is many can, uh, many seem uh, or deem in um, an age-appropriate wife in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't seem likely. They wouldn't hire an older person to play any role unless it's a mother or a grandmother. Well, she is a mother, and he's a father. Oh, someone's typing frantically. Sorry. <laughs> uh, so that's my pick. Don't look up. Alrighty, Jen. Uh, did I use the Jungle Cruise as my pick last time? I don't recall. I don't, I don't think, think so. so. No, right. I don't think you had watched it before Christmas. Time has no meaning. I have no idea. Um, yeah, Jungle Cruise. That was a good movie. That was funny. Um, so it's on Disney Plus, and you know, 
you think that it's like, oh, yeah, they, they made another movie about a theme park ride. whoop de doo But I really enjoyed it. And it actually had a, a twist that I totally called, but you don't necessarily see coming. So I recommend that uh, you watch it. I don't think that Jack Whitehall got enough credit mm. because, you know, it's like starring The Rock and Emily Blunt and a couple of minor characters who are barely in the movie and then Jack Whitehall. And I'm like, he was in like every scene. So I think Jack Whitehall should have some more love for that movie because he was great. But anyway, I think you should watch uh, Jungle Cruise. Super fun. Agreed. Also good for kids. It's because it's not scary. And there's not really any violence. Well, and and The Rock and and Emily Blunt, they have good on-screen chemistry. Mm Mm-hmm. It was a a solid movie. It was very much uh, the Disney version of The Mummy. Yes. Which yeah. is not like a knock against it whatsoever. I because I love the original like mummy movie. Oh yeah, yeah the original mummy movie is great. Both the Bar- Boris Karloff version and the Brendan Fraser one. Yeah, uh, Brendan it's, Fraser one's awesome. It's made me want to rewatch that Brendan Fraser uh, mummy movies. But yeah. it's very much a similar plot and similar ideas, but like a little bit more family friendly. So, although weirdly, I think it is the possibly the most uh sexual that the rock is allowed to has been allowed to be in a film he kisses <laughs> emily blunt yeah. what? What i know john krasinski say <laughs> they'll challenge the rock to a duel oh my god i would <laughs> love to see that <laughs> jack ryan versus the rock <laughs> jack ryan versus black adam Ooh. yes or Mr. Fantastic. Are to believe Mr. <laughs> Fantastic versus Black Adam. He would make a good Mr. Fantastic. Who, John Krasinski? Yeah. Oh, well, that's been the rumor for a while is that they'd get him and Emily Blunt. I like that. I'm on board for that. Yeah. You know, because it's totally my call. <laughs> well, Disney does listen to us, so. That's true. So, you know, Disney, you've got my approval. (laughs) Make it happen. Make it happen since, you know, we control what happens, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) We're on the edge. (sighs) We're at the edge of something. That's right. All right, Brent, do you have a geek pick? Yeah, I've got uh, two. One is um, the the interesting we that we talked about it a little bit earlier. Uh, X Men Inferno, the recent last sort of words on the X Men universe from Jonathan Hickman. Uh, the last issue of it came out this week. It's only four issues. It's it's a good sort of wrap up of a bunch of his ideas and setting the stage for what comes next in the mutant universe. So we will see how that goes. And uh, the other one, we're getting a little bit niche here inside one of my niches. Uh, I watched what, what is going to be my match of the year candidate the other night of Will Ospreay challenging uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling heavyweight champion Kazuchika Okada in a wrestling match that was absolutely fantastic. Half an hour long. It just so good. And cementing for me, um, 
Okada's status as he he's like first ballot Hall of Famer at this point. He's just so great. But that match on a whole is is just it's really well built, really well timed, and uh, nobody got injured in it. My my only critique would be uh, if more injury. See, if you see uh, <laughs> pictures of Okada's uh, ring attire. I know he was channeling Anoki in it, but it really looks like Okada was setting up for a spa day. <laughs> that would be the <laughs> only sort of critique. Other than that, the match is just awesome. Like, especially Will Ospreay can pull off stuff that like we see in Marvel movies, but he's doing it without wires or special effects. Like, there's one point where he like kicks Okada and kicks off of Okada's chest and then lands on his feet, like does a backflip and lands on his feet. Just absolutely. Should have done a superhero landing with his knee on the ground. Uh, <laughs> he used to, but I think he blew out a knee a yeah. while ago, so that that might be... Uh, well, like the they ground. say, it's hard on the knees, right? If you listen to Daredevil. Oh, not, not Daredevil, sorry. Uh, Deadpool. Deadpool, yeah. So that's it for this episode. We will return in two weeks with another episode, uh, probably a little bit more well put together in terms of topics. We hope. No, uh, <laughs> I make I make no promises. <laughs> it also depends on like uh, um, for those of you listening outside of Ontario or outside of Canada, we have gone back into a second stage of lockdown. So no indoor dining, no movie theaters. So it might be harder for us to see movies, which I saw a trailer for one the other day that I would really like to see in theaters. And I don't think I'm going to get the chance because it was going to be a limited release to begin with. But what movie? um, The Tragedy of Macbeth, Denzel Washington Uh, starring in. uh, It's uh, one of the Coen brothers is directing it, which is Hmm. also kind of interesting that it's not both of them. Um, but it's, uh, I think it's Joel and it's in black and white and it looks good. It's, uh, I think, uh, Kevin will actually be able to see it cause it's having it. I assume it's doing the limited theatrical run. So, uh, Oscar talk can be generated from probably, it. um, but I, I believe it is an Apple, uh, like an Apple TV movie. Like, uh, I, I just oh, ended my Apple subscription because uh, I haven't been watching anything on it. I'll I'll re I'll re up uh, Apple once. Uh, you buy Lasso a new phone. Back. <laughs> oh, Ted Lasso. Yeah, because yeah. you there's only going to be like one more season of that, right? Well, the the talk apparently what the producer said was uh, we've developed a three year storyline. But uh, after he said that originally, now he's saying, well, there's not that's not to say that we can't develop more stories after. What what's that in the background there, uh, there, Kevin? Beep. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, it's a combination of American dollars and British pounds <laughs> in, in a vehicle of some sort that dumps. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just gotten so much acclaim. Like, like you knew the, the dump truck was going to pull up, but like how much how much are they going to, you know, go with it or not? But yeah, hopefully, hopefully if they do, they come up with something good, though. I hope so. I don't know. I saw a trailer too. Since we're just throwing some more things in before we wrap this up, uh, I didn't put it in the news because I know none of you are interested in it. Uh, trailer number two for Moonfall came out this week, and once again, I watched it, and all I can say is, "Yep, I'm ready to watch me another disaster movie." Oh, it looks so dumb. <laughs> Something from the moon Moonfall? is coming to, to destroy us. Let's do it. <sighs> 
What's Moonfall? Yep. What is Moonfall? It's a movie where the moon is falling. I don't know. Oh, I read a book series a a long time ago. The moon appears to be hollow with machinery and stuff inside it. Uh, a swarm of nanites that look like they're the, tr- the transforming material from that horrible Marky Mark Transformers movie. Looks like <laughs> it's swarming and attacking. Um, they, it's on the dark side of the moon, so maybe it is Transformers. Who knows? But I, I look forward really to in- watching it. I read a really good book series. I can't remember even what it's called, but it was it was uh, about the moon. The moon had exploded and the impact it had done on the Earth. Uh, it was a YA book and basically like nuclear winter and everybody was starving to death. It was, it's a sad book, but it was really well written. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Called. Yeah. But this one, the moon really is not good. falling apart. It just seems to be shifting out of its alignment, maybe even coming down on the whole thing. It's because it's hollow. So anyway, Kevin, where can we find you? Well, um, you can find me on Galaxy Class, the Star Trek The Next Generation podcast. Um, in fact, you had to pull me away from the finishing the recording of that show to record <laughs> this show tonight, today. So Priorities! Uh, well, you know, we, good thing we were done. And uh, Stage Whispers is coming back. We took a little break over the Christmas holidays, but there'll be a new episode of that coming out soon if you're interested in live theater. Um, other than that, you can find me snuggled up in my house trying to stay warm. Because it's really cold outside right now. Yeah. Is your house not not warm? Oh, it's warm. It's okay, it's good. why I'm staying warm, but it's you know. But it's cold you outside. Said, cold when outside. you said trying to stay warm, I was like, uh oh, are you still having heating problems? No, I'm okay. <laughs> okay, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> Jen, where can we find you? Um, in my house mostly. I don't really want to go outside. Oh. <laughs> um, but. I do have an Instagram account called Dolls and Ponies. Yes. Uh, where I like to take pictures of my collections of toys and uh, put them on there. I saw you <laughs> lined up a bunch of uh, ponies the other day and took a, and posted a photo. What, yeah. what were you doing with those ponies? Had you just cleaned them or something or just pony pictures? Yeah, no. Um, a friend of ours, uh, their son is uh, has decided he really likes Friendship is Magic. But, of course, that series is over and they're not making toys for it anymore. So I've been scouring thrift shops to try to find the main six ponies for him. And I, fa- I we lucked out and I found, uh, Brent and I found a couple bags. And between those bags, they were all six ponies. So oh, nice. the first photo was uh, them with really wild hair and mm-hmm. it was all matted and gross. And there was like black things in it. And I'm like, ooh. So then the second photo was after I gave him a good long bath. Nice. And brush their hair and put conditioner in it. And now they look nice. <laughs> so, yes. Before and after. I have a hashtag doll spa that nice. I do a lot of. Because anytime I buy something from a thrift store, which tends to be a lot of my doll purchases, or at least my, my smaller toy purchases, um, you got to give them a bath. Especially if they have hair. Because, ugh, it's gross. <laughs> uh, and Brent, where can we find you? Um, so as of this episode, uh, 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 the dark side is still going, but I'm taking a two week break. This will be week two of that break. I uh, just wanted to give myself a little bit of breathing room just to figure out, uh, what I want to play and stuff like that in the upcoming future. And, uh, but beyond that, I am on this show 
and I am tentatively scheduled for uh, your show, right? Uh, we will if that all works out. Yes, uh, and that show would be Tales from the Collectorverse, where Ed Campbell and I talk about um, our collections, be it toys, hockey cards, um, video games, anything that you collect. If if we want to talk about it, we will. And uh, we will be starting season two this month. And um, yeah, which, uh, the plan I think is to start off with a review of uh, 2021, kind of go over our favorite, uh, some of our favorite toys we picked up. So uh, please tune in for that. That'll be coming out at the, uh, as always, on the third Thursday of the month. Uh, and you can also follow us on the Instagram Tales from Collectorverse, where both Ed and I will post videos, uh, do some Instagram TV videos of our uh, you know, unboxings. Or showing off stuff in our collections. Uh, I post a lot of photos, just some random toy photos or what I've been picking up. And um, yeah, it's fun. Nice little way to interact with people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, we have our toy. Our, no one mentioned it, but we've got, uh, you can find us on Instagram at True North Nerds. And also yeah, every once in a while I remember. Every once in a while I remember to post on there. Yeah, as you say, <laughs> somebody posted something the other day on there, so. Um, and then, uh, so yeah, we got True North Nerds on Facebook where we post uh, news stories and things as we find them during the month, uh, during the week, during the day. Um, Instagram, someone's doing Twitter. Who does our Twitter? Uh, I do a little bit. There you go. So that's Brent's fault. If you don't like us on Twitter, it's all him. Oh yeah, I did the best nine on, on Instagram and I did a oh, Christmas post. How'd you do that? You have to get a separate app to find out what your best nine pictures were, or how's that work? Yeah, you have to download an app. Uh, The one I used, I think, is actually called Best Nine. Oh, okay. No, it's called Best Grid. Cool, cool, cool. Um, So I guess with that said, I will end the show. And Brent, if you want to take over again, go for it. Uh, Good job, Ryan. Good job, Ryan. You're hired. So, um, bye, everybody. Talk to you later. See ya. Let your face is too sexy. Hey, you. Such a face is too sexy. Thank you for listening to the True North Nerds. You can find us at truenorthnerds.com or on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at True North Nerds. To contact one or any of the nerds, you can email them at truenorthnerds at gmail.com. Theme music provided by Kirby Crackle. You can find more of their music at kirbycracklemusic.com. If you like this show, please go to your podcast app of choice and rate and review us. So set your